the Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. Welcome to the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. Today, I'm going to be talking about property politicians and lawmakers. It seems in the recent news, there are many people on Capitol Hill that seem to be taking advantage of this pandemic that's going on. And today I'm going to be talking about insider trading and how the guilty need to be held responsible. Before I get started on today's podcast episode, if you like the podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. Today, I wanted to talk about some recent news. Well, it's not real recent, but it it seems to have faded into the background even just in the last week or so. And that is how a lot of these people in Washington have traded on information about this COVID-19 pandemic that's going on. They traded on information they received that was not yet released to the public. Now, all this is alleged so far that these people have done this. And I think that's part of the problem that I have is it seems to me that there's just too big of a coincidence. And I really am am just going to say that I don't believe a lot of the stories that I see on the news with, with these people that, you know, they just made great investment decisions. Now, insider trading, it's been known to be an illegal practice for some time. And for politicians and lawmakers trading on information not available to the public, it's really nothing new. However, trading on non-public information for Congress was supposedly to theoretically stop in 2012 with the Stock Act that was put in place to prevent these people from taking advantage of their positions for financial gain. Like I said, with the recent pandemic of the COVID-19, many people on Capitol Hill including lawmakers and even congressional aides, they've made some questionable financial transactions potentially based on information they received that was not available to the public. The alleged misuse of information for financial gain is clearly a problem, both legally and from an ethics standpoint, if it's just not even even morally wrong. Watching the news the other evening with both statements and interviews from some of the accused that allegedly made questionable investment trading activity. I'm going to call their responses for what they are truly, which is likely just pure bullshit. Now, although some people that are listening to this podcast might not want to hear the profanity, bullshit is the word, the only word that I could could really find to use. The problem with Congress, lawmakers, and just a high level of politics today is a lot of the members feel they're above the law. It's not just enough that many of these members earning a living comparable to a doctor or lawyer with a nice pension at retirement, but they often enrich themselves at the expense of the people they're supposedly representing. It is time politicians do what they're elected for, and that is working for the people that vote for them. The position is one of public service to serve the public, but it's clear that many representatives on Capitol Hill serve themselves first, and it's time they start being held accountable for their actions. Now, if you're not familiar with what insider trading is, 
The simple explanation is insider trading, it's an illegal practice of trading stock on an exchange to one's own advantage through having access to confidential information. The issue with the definition of insider trading and the individuals working at a high level of politics is that they may often be exposed to information that has not been released to the public. House and Senate representatives sit on important meetings that contain information that can affect the economy either positively or negatively. And this information is many times not yet released to the public when they receive it. Both the opportunity and motive for financial gain to act on this information is something several politicians have done. This is particularly the case before the Stock Act in 2012. This act was seen by some as a way to put an end to politicians profiting off the information they know, but this unfortunately is not entirely the case as seen recently by the actions of certain Congress members. To go into a little bit here to explain what the Stock Act is, it's otherwise known as the Stop Trading on Congressional Knowledge Act. And it forbids insider trading by members of Congress. And like I said earlier, it was passed in 2012 with bipartisan support. Until this passed, it, believe it or not, was perfectly legal for congressional members to use non-public information to their financial advantage. Not only was there not a legal problem, but I have to be honest here, it was probably pretty common. Several politicians definitely used the information they would learn at that before this act was in place to their financial gain. The Stock Act in place requires high-level politicians to be much more transparent with their finances, requiring them to file financial disclosures. This includes filing to disclose stock trades and also terms for something like a home mortgage. The act also prevents high-ranked government members from participating in initial public offerings. The interesting thing with the Stock Act is there have been some amendments to it along the way which have been concerning to say the least. In 2013, there was an amendment approved unanimously by Congress that top federal employees would not have to publicly disclose their financial holdings online. And when you think about this, thus is what this did, is it makes it more difficult for the public to see what might be going on when it comes to Capitol Hill making financial transactions on the stock market. While the Stock Act is supposedly in place to hopefully limit or persuade government employees to not trade on inside information they learn not available to the public, the recent investment activity with members of Congress and workers in the Capitol shows not many of them care to you know, take the uh, Stock Act very seriously. The reasons for the Stock Act maybe not being taken very seriously by members of Congress is because it isn't easily enforced and insider trading isn't easily proven. Insiders in government have the connections and know-how to bend the law and basically get around it. After all, they are, when you think about it, these are the people that come up with laws and they vote on them. Now, I'm going to go over the just kind of watching some of the nightly news over the last couple, couple weeks. It's not surprising learning the information that members of government made questionable investment transactions. I am somewhat surprised at some of their excuses. 
Now, I probably shouldn't be because there aren't too many excuses you can make. However, it shouldn't really be that shocking that these people are doing this and making excuses given a vast majority of the people on Capitol Hill are likely narcissistic, power-hungry egomaniacs. Their power and wealth, it would seem to have made them believe their own stories and excuses. Politicians remarkably appear to think that the general public will buy into their explanations for alleged investment activity based on inside information. Personally, what many of these people are selling, I am not buying. One senator that sat in on congressional meetings for the coronavirus and then made financial transactions that would appear to be based on this information claims that he only made the decisions based on public information. Now, is he that much more intelligent compared to the rest of the investing public to get out of investments that would be impacted by a pandemic? And the answer is likely not without that inside information that he knew that was not available to the public. This same senator was also the one that voted against the Stock Act at the time it was put in place. And those two things together, they they just seem a little fishy to me, quite personally. Another senator seemed to just magically dump stock following a briefing on the coronavirus claimed investment decisions for her portfolio are made by third-party advisors without her or her husband's knowledge and involvement. This politician's husband's firm even has a stake in the New York Stock Exchange. Not only would this particular senator have inside information to trade on, but also the tools to allegedly get away with it. Members of Congress like to use things like blind trusts to show that they eliminate conflicts of interest when it comes to their finances. This opens the door for the excuses like, I didn't know, or I don't make any of those investment decisions. The issue with this is the laws can be open to interpretation. Members of Congress and just politicians in general have so many contacts with people, both insiders and outsiders. This is particularly the case when it comes to staff members and lobbyists. The excuses politicians make when they allegedly trade on information and not known to the public makes it difficult to investigate all the communication leads relating to the information they have and acting on it for financial gain. They know this and many times will trade on non-public information even while realizing it might raise questions. The burden of proof can be challenging with insider trading, and this can be especially the case when the people that need to be investigated are the ones being bought by Wall Street through generous political contributions. Like I said, I'm just not buying it. The two examples that I gave you on recent news of people on Capitol Hill trading in on their inside information, these aren't the only politicians that were recently accused of alleged inappropriate financial transactions relating to the coronavirus. There are more, and also even staff members who are sometimes guilty of trading off inside information. There is a reason studies have shown congressional members tend to be a little luckier when it comes to the stock market. A previous study by the Journal of Financial and Quantitative Analysis even showed that most U.S. senators tend to beat the market by 85 basis points each month. So you need to ask yourself, do senators just have better financial managers? Are they just better at investing compared to the public? And I would have to say the answer is likely no. Many politicians claim they are in office to 
serve the people. They claim enjoyment from serving the public. This, in many instances, is only farther from the truth. Most people that go into a high level of politics, they do it for other reasons. They do it for power, for greed, and inside information. They do it for the contacts. There is a reason members of Congress often leave much wealthier than the day they took office. It's not because they serve the public. It's not due to helping the people that elected them. The reason is from the result of connections and inside information. The result is not only getting rich while in office, but also reaping the benefits of a job waiting for them in the private sector when they leave the government. A position again with good connections and a high level of earnings. If political insider trading is not something that's concerning you, it should be. If politicians making financial transactions off of insider trade, trading information, like I said, doesn't concern you, it should. And this is particularly the case with politicians trading off of the pandemic we're currently experiencing. While many people are now out of work with an unknown financial future, the people in Washington are living it up, living it up and they're also making sure they themselves are taken care of. It's not the people several politicians are concerned about. It's not the people they serve who they want to ensure are going to be okay. Many are only concerned with themselves. While you may be one of the unfortunate people that lost a job or can't make ends meet right now during the pandemic, just look at what some of these people in politics earn. Now, think about members of Congress looking to ensure their financial well-being on top of what they are paid during a time of concern for most Americans. Just to kind of give you an example here, most senators and representatives are said to earn a salary of $174,000. This might not be completely out of line in comparison to other professionals, such as a doctor or a lawyer. However, they also get other allowances and perks in addition to a generous p pension at retirement. Being in a high level of politics not only pays off while you're there, but a pension and some type of consultant job in the private sector as a semi-retirement role can also be there to make those retirement years even more comfortable. I will tell you and urge you, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen any of this news, do some more research on it. I urge you not to just let it go. Interestingly, since the news broke of the questionable financial activity for members of, of Congress, like I said, it seems to just fade into the background. This is somewhat understandable with everything going on around the world at this time, yet we can't just let it go. There needs to be investigations into how many of these politicians that learned of the consequences to the economy, along with world populations regarding the coronavirus, made financial transactions to their benefit before the public was truly informed. The claims of blind trusts or just being more educated on public news while acting on it, it's not a good excuse. Don't let the stories of Congress and insider trading just go. These people need to be investigated for if it not illegal behavior, then just ethically not acting in the best interest of the public. Politicians that gained financially from the pandemic should either be prosecuted or resign when found guilty. If you're not familiar with the information, like I said, in this podcast, do some more research and you will indeed find it disturbing. Don't just let it go. 
reach out to government representatives and demand investigations into illegal financial activity by representatives. We the people can't, we can't let our elected officials get away with illegal, unethical, or just morally wrong actions. They need to be held accountable, and they should be. And this is especially the case today with the pandemic. The real issue to me personally here is big business. Wall Street and the very wealthy have designed the system so it's rigged. These are the people that are the big donors to politics, and they have had control for some time. This is likely one of the reasons insider trading within Washington has been allowed for so long. Start taking notice and begin voting more often. If there's one thing for certain as a result of the recent pandemic, the world is going to be a much different place when this is all over. This not only needs to include a different outlook on the world as a whole, but also there needs to be a change in politics. People need to be held accountable, and it shouldn't matter who they are. I'll leave you with a quote here that I found interesting by Harry Truman, who once said, you can't get rich in politics unless you're a crook. Take a look at the politicians representing you. They should be taking care of serving the public, but there is no reason they, they shouldn't be taken care of personally, but they should be taking care of the people that voted into their office, into office. Politicians need to be held accountable. They shouldn't be profiting at the public's expense. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. I'm interested in getting any views from any listeners. If you have views on insider trading and politics, please let me know. You can email them to eric at smartstartmoney.com. Join me on the next podcast episode as I take a look at renting versus buying a house. Which one is better?